Welcome to the Institute of World Mission Weekly Podcast, a show for Adventist mission enthusiasts striving to live, serve, and witness cross-culturally. Visit us at iwm.adventist.org slash podcast to view this podcast show notes, links, and previous episodes. Institute of World Mission is your partner in the mission field. Today's episode will be somewhat different. We will not have a usual interview. As you know, it is our custom to feature an interview in Institute of World Mission podcast. Today, though, we'll shake it up a little bit. So instead, I want to raise a very practical topic here directly with you. So it will be a conversation between you and me as a host here on this podcast. The topic I'd like to raise today is missionary adjustment. This topic is truly profound with far-reaching consequences. But let me not get ahead of myself. All right, so let's take it step by step. When we respond to a call to move to a foreign country, we will experience a few days of euphoria. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. This initial feeling of this new exotic place, it's different, everything is wonderful, everything tastes good, everything just is so amazing, right? But as we very well know, this feeling, this impression wears off quite quickly. And a certain reality basically confronts us afterwards. Chances are you, as a listener of this podcast, are not under that initial euphoria anymore because that doesn't last very long. So now, after this is gone, we find ourselves out of place. We begin to feel foreign. We feel our foreignness as never before. In fact, maybe we're experiencing three types of discomfort. Number one is cultural discomfort. It's this, like I already said, feeling out of place. Just everything is so different. I'm not at home. It's this feeling of uncertainty, not knowing what to do, how to apply yourself, what to say, what is right, what is proper. It's that feeling of definitely not being at home, not comfortable. Everything becomes so foreign. And that comes very quickly after our arrival to our mission field. That foreignness of the local dress, food, driving, language, buying and selling, architecture, opportunities for leisure, and many other aspects of the local culture together consists or creates this cultural discomfort that we will begin or are experiencing as we are now in the mission field. Second type of discomfort is social. We get ourselves into many awkward social situations. Those bring a lot of pain. These kind of painful situations due to unknown cultural roles or statuses. We don't know how to behave ourselves with other people. We may make mistakes that we wouldn't if we were back at home. We don't know what's polite, what etiquette is like. Everything's different. What is proper? What is dignified? How should we put ourselves across to other people in a dignified, respectful manner. How to respect others when respect is due, which is always, of course, 
How do people reason? What motivates them? Why do they react the way they do to what we do and say? All of these things together create this social discomfort. The third type of discomfort is professional or work-related discomfort. All right? Now, that happens basically the first week or the second week when we start our ministry. After the initial few days when we set up our apartment or a place where we are staying, we inevitably begin to work, right? We begin to minister. We begin doing those things that we came there to do. So, we might be surprised with expectations on part of the local people. They will have, they do have expectations toward us as ministers, towards the things that we should be doing or should not be doing work-related. Same with expectations on the part of the missionary community, our missionary counterparts, or even our personal expectations. We might have had our own personal expectations what work should be or what our ministry should be. So all of this together might create this professional or work-related discomfort. All right, those three are, very quickly again, cultural discomfort, feeling out of place culturally, this foreignness, then social discomfort, not knowing how to behave with other people, how to make friends, how to become part of this community, and professional or work-related discomfort. The way we've always done work doesn't quite work here. So all these three dimensions of discomfort, of this initial state of being out of place, the three dimensions of being cultural, social, and professional, together they paint a path in front of us. They create this mountain for us to conquer, this inevitable reality creates a certain amount of work to be done. You can paint in your imagination right now a path, a long path, a process of getting more comfortable with the local culture, with the local people, with our newly found ministry, overcoming all those discomforts. All of this is what we call missionary expatriate adjustment. Initially, you know, we are like a square peg trying to fit in a round hole. But with time, we change. We get reshaped. We adjust. You see, the problem drastically aggravates when we as missionary expatriates and our families do not adjust sufficiently. I hope by now you can see why that is. In the future, though, we might look at why that happens deeper and what are the consequences of this as well? Today, though, I'm sure you can see with me what a fundamental process adjustment is for every expatriate missionary. Every move includes various degrees of cultural, social, or professional discomfort. Learning or relearning the local culture, finding how to interact with the local people, discovering how to effectively minister, all of these are the key tasks of adjustment that every expatriate missionary will experience and which you probably, most probably, are experiencing. So what is the goal of adjustment? What is this that we're trying to achieve with the process of adjusting? The goal for you and I 
is to be able to change. We will need to change some of our behaviors, thought patterns, even emotions. You see, as we keep drawing strength from our embeddedness in Jesus, the goal is to change sufficiently to experience the spirit-led, spirit-shaped, inspired state of well-being. We want to feel good about the place we are. We want to be effective in relating to other people. We want to be able to do things, to professionally function in our new environments. All of this together, this adjusted state, is the goal. So what is at stake in this conversation about missionary adjustment for Adventist missionaries? What does it all include? Is it just these three types of discomfort? Well, no, actually, the topic is much larger. So let me today just review a few things, just to give you a little bit of a taste of some of the things that we will need to look at in the future. So how large is this topic? Well, it deals with the results. First of all, the results of adjustments. What are the outcomes? What are the prizes, right? If we are adjusted well, what do we gain? That's one area. Another area is what impacts the process of adjustment? What helps or doesn't help us in the process of becoming more adjusted to our environment, to our job environment, our social environment, our culture environment where we are. And another area that we will be looking at in the future are some of the factors that we bring with us into the picture. They are kind of constants or the factors, the determinants of our ability to adjust well. All right, so let me just kind of go a little bit deeper into each of these areas to give you a taste. So speaking of outcomes, there's several that I can name right from the bat, right? So number one is missionary effectiveness. Now, by the way, each one, as I name them, they are large topics. I'm not going to try to even comment very much on each of the subtopics here, but today I just want to paint a picture. So speaking of missionary effectiveness, that's what we strive for. We've been called by the Lord. We've been brought there by the church. And we have goals, we have aspirations, we want to be effective with what we're doing there, right? Adjustment will play an important part in becoming effective. How this is? Future episodes. Another outcome, satisfaction. We want to feel good. We want to feel good about what we're doing with the Lord. And I deeply believe that it is our Lord Jesus who wants us to feel good. Adjustment is an integral part of this, and it's his work in us as he changes us, as he prepares us, as he brings us to a new state of ability, of well-being and satisfaction. So how are those things related? We'll take a look at that. And the last outcome, not least by any means, but the last one I want to mention is the long-term fulfilled ministry. And the issue is, friends, is that if we're not adjusted, then many times what happens, we just decide to go back. We say, well, it does not work. Something isn't working out and maybe it's not for us. Maybe the Lord has a different will for us. And sometimes maybe this is so. Absolutely. I'm not trying to say that every case 
of attrition when we return is failed adjustment. By no means, but many times it is. And that's what we want to learn together to avoid. So a positive outcome of good adjustment is longer ministry and a more fulfilled ministry in the field. All right. And we will be talking about the details of that, the intricacies of that in our future episodes here on the IWM podcast. So that's one area, the outcomes. Now let's take a look at that second area, which I mentioned already. What impacts the process of adjustment? What helps or what does not help? Well, I'll go quite quickly through these. Some of those could be stress. Either the level of stress we are under or our ability to experience stress or how able we are to manage stress. So that's one thing. Again, each is a topic. Each is a separate podcast episode here, right? Or an article on our blog post. Kind of right now, I'm shooting for breadth, not depth with each of these. Another one is motivation. What brought us into the mission field? What keeps us motivated? What is our motivation for serving the people where we are? What is our motivation for being missionaries? All right, so stress, motivation. Another one is training. How prepared we are. Are we keep growing? Are we keep being trained? All right, another one, fit to local culture. There is such an idea as cultural distance. Our home culture may be closer to our host community's culture or farther. It depends on that distance. The larger the distance, the more adjustment we'll have to go through. Another one is how different is the organizational culture, our home organizational culture from the one we're now in. Now, truth is, we are part of a very united, beautiful Adventist organizational church structure. But even within that global structure, different organizations might have different organizational cultures. So how similar or different those are will impact how easy or difficult it is for us to adjust. Next, the kind of support we're receiving from the organization. And in our case, that would be the kind of support you're receiving from the Institute of World Mission, from the ISC Care Support Team, from the IPRS team, from our division counterparts and the different divisions that we serve in. And knowing and seeing what's happening, I can see great strides that this support team is going for to be able to be of the best possible support to you. And this podcast is part of this process. That's part of the picture, yet there's another level, which is the pastoral support that you're getting. Now, you might be getting this pastoral support from your supervisor or maybe from a mentor that you have. But if you don't know, we also have a pastoral couple for an Adventist missionary community. Their names are Ken and Ivanette Osborne a man and a woman, a husband and a wife, who are there to be available to us, to listen, to pray together with us. All right, so all of these things that I mentioned just now, stress, motivation, the kind of training, the fit, the cultural distance, 
organizational culture, the kind of support, structure, organizational or pastoral that we receive. Another one in the same list is how's the teamwork look like where we are? Are we part of a healthy team, cross-cultural team, intercultural team that we're part of or not? Now, because we realize at Institute of World Mission, we deeply realize how disruptive dysfunctional teams can be and how amazingly effective good teams, good intercultural teams could be, we've decided to develop a special series of podcast episodes with Ronald Kuhn, an associate director of the Institute of World Mission, with decades of administrative and leadership experience across many cultural contexts. And one of the upcoming episodes will be on the effective teamwork, on effective intercultural teamworks. And there will be more coming down the road. So back to what we're saying, though, effective teamwork has a lot to do with how quickly we will adjust or how difficult it will be for us to adjust to our professional setting in this particular case. Last one here in this list, but definitely not least, is language acquisition. Now, I'll I'll try not to comment a lot right now because, for one, I basically can see that it's very clear for each one of us listening how, whether we know the local language or not, can help or detract from our ability to adjust to the local culture, the local people, and our local ministry, right? You can see that. You can see that very well. All right. So we've covered two areas, the outcomes of adjustment, what helps or doesn't help. And the last one here, the last area in this part of our episode today is those factors that we bring with us into the picture. Right? Remember this? All right, so what are some of those factors? They are, for one, our personality. Yes, that is difficult to change. That's something that we bring into the picture. And yet, realizing how our personality helps or doesn't help goes a long way to effective adjustment. All right? And that is a big topic. There is lots of research on this. And I hope to be able to bring some of the best research and some of the best missionary member care ideas around personality that exist today, as well as some of the Adventist understanding and practice that we see. What do we know about personality and how does that affect? Another one, our physical health. You know, when we are not very healthy, it's more difficult to adjust. We don't take stress very well, and so forth. Those are some of the factors that are difficult to change. Spiritual health, family dynamics, education that we bring into the picture, the previous training, or such a thing as a level of ethnocentrism or cultural bias that we bring into the picture. All of these are not easy to change. However, it does not mean that they are unchangeable. Constantly from episode to episode, from interview to interview, or from these types of monologues, we'll be looking up to Jesus and saying, Lord, what does it mean for us to 
stay long-term, be fulfilled, to have satisfaction that comes from you, to be effective in such a way that you feel, you, Lord, you, Jesus, feel satisfied with our ministry. How do we get there, right? An adjustment, that adjustment is a big part in this process. So I'm almost at the end here. Now, one of the last questions is, what happens when we refuse to adjust? And that is the case. Some people, they just don't want to change. What happens with missionaries when they refuse to adjust? Well, you probably can guess that the results are at times very, very sad. For one, increasing negativity on the part of the missionary and the suspicion of the people and their ways, right? We become more negative. We become more critical. Another one is we're more homesick, lonely, maybe more bored. There's this lethargy and a tendency to withdraw, to talk less to people, to just be alone. Another one is more stress, a deeper feeling of dissatisfaction, at times of disgust, of irritability, and even depression. It can get as bad as we can get sick. Yes, so bad. A person can truly get sick. For how long a human can be in this unadjusted state of being continually in discomfort, can constantly out of place, this is destructive to our hearts, to our souls, to our minds. It's just not normal for us to be in such a condition for months and years and years and years. And therefore, we deeply believe that it is the Lord's will for us to go through this process of adjustment and go through it effectively. I'd like to share, to conclude here in just the last minute, that personally, I myself, together with my family, my dear wife, Amy, and our two sons, we've gone through this process of adjustment numerous times. Even before I got married, well, first of all, I grew up in a tiny German subculture, but in Central Asia, mostly majority lands, Russian-dominated culture for, you know, ex-Soviet Union country. You get a kind of cultural background and picture. But when I was a teenager, the Lord had uh, done a major miracle alone, away from my family, from anything I knew. Just being 16 years old, I happened to find myself in Canada, in a high school in Alberta. And then after a while, I also went to the U.S. for college. So the level of adjustment and change that I had to go through was phenomenal. It was a different world. Then, after three and a half years of North America, I went to study in Russia at our Adventist college there. Again, a very different culture. I've never lived in Russia itself, although I knew the language. But I had to adjust. I had to go through a full-blown process of adjusting to new culture, new social dynamics, and the new ways of doing my job at the time, which was to study. Then I got married, and Amy and I, we decided to repatriate together. Amy came for me and for our mission together from Germany, and then she returned, and I returned, and we repatriated back to Central Asia. We wanted to be missionaries. We were so fervent about 
the call we had from the Lord, and we went. And we had to go through a full-scale re-entry process, readjustment process. Going back is also adjustment. So we had to go through this whole process, going back to Central Asia, where we served together for a number of years in pastoral ministry, as well as in Adventist mission ministry for the Southern Union mission there. Ten years later, we were invited to move as international service employees, IDs at the moment, to the Middle East. And what an adjustment we had to go through then. Even though that cultural distance was not too large from Central Asia to the Middle East, and yet again, we had to go through a full process of adjusting. Finally, when our oldest son had come to a point where we had to bring him to high school, we went PR, what's called in our lingo, right, on permanent return to German-speaking Europe, practically here to northern part of Austria, where we have been for the last two and a half years, again, going through a process of adjustment. I'm sharing this with you, friends, just to say that and this whole idea of what it means to be adjusting to a new place, new people, new culture, new professional, new duties at work, all of this together means something to me personally, to my family. We've done this numerous times. We feel with you. We understand how you feel and what you're facing one way or another. And my colleagues at Institute of the World Mission and our colleagues at IPRS and Missionary Care Team, we truly, deeply walk this path with you. So like I promised throughout this episode, we have a number of things to discuss. We want to help you. We want to walk this path together with you, and we will. And what's most important in all of this is that it's the will of our Lord and Savior, of our mission leader, of our Jesus, that we do adjust, that we do change, and that we feel good about what we do and where we are. Till next time.